now. Let's talk about sex, baby. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Beyond a Thought Podcast where we're talking about issues you've probably been thinking about. My name is Lynette. And my name is Z. And thank you for joining us again for another episode. Um, so today, I think we're shifting like two, three, four gears <laughs> into <laughs> talking about uh, sex. Just going to jump Yay! right in there and talk about it. Because today we are um, be thinking of talking everything sex, or we're starting to talk everything sex um, mm-hmm. on the podcast to kind of explore how we think of it, how we got introduced to it, if we got introduced to it at all, the messaging around sex, especially as a Christian, because both of us are Christians. Um, mm-hmm. So the messaging around sex um, and uh, all of that, all that good stuff. So we're just gonna jump right in, I think, um, and yeah. start start the conversation about it because I feel like it's a very important conversation we should have, and it's still very stigmatized. It's still very um, hush hush. Um, but I mean, for married people like us, I mean, you're having sex, or you you should have be having sex. So um, it's it's the messaging around it. I think. Um, for us, I think it differs in in, in, in in various ways. So that's the kind of things that we're going to be talking about today. So, yeah. Z? Yeah. Anything, anything I, else? Henceforth, I shall be referring to it as the sex. So. <laughs> <laughs> the sex. The sex. I remember. Oh, who was it? I think it was Kevin Stage. You and I watched Kevin Stage. And I Kevin. love him so much. <laughs> They're so funny. Every time he talks, he's like the sex, and he's always like pinging and virgin, and I'm just like, oh my gosh! Like, I, sometimes oh I cringe. <laughs> I know, but it's so like, funny. It's so funny, and I, I, oh, I wish that people could talk about sex more that yeah. way as opposed to it being so um so serious and yes. under the context, like you just don't want to talk about it it's like but people we don't even say what it is you know, they say the thing or <laughs> it or uh-huh. <laughs> you know like really like oh gosh and you know sometimes i actually find myself saying those things as well because i get sometimes i get uncomfortable yeah and I'm like, why should I be uncomfortable saying this? And it, it, it really does date back to like, you know, growing up, like the messaging around around sex, like what we heard about it or didn't hear about it, you know? And it's like, 
so that was like he said this almost was like a bad word but it's but it, it's it's not like we all got here that way like there's no right. single person outside of jesus <laughs> that mm-hmm. didn't come into this world without the sex so <laughs> that's it why, 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 are so, why are we so ashamed or embarrassed you know it's just, it. anyway. <laughs> so Lynette, growing up what was your messaging what, what kind of messaging did you hear about sex growing up Oh like when did you uh, come across the concept of sex? I I think it was very young, but it was also it was it wasn't necessarily through um, through like older people around me, like my parents or um, anybody that I personally knew. I think it was more so through school and our and my peers. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe maybe this maybe date back to like middle school like later later days in middle school like grade 7 grade 8 that oh, was the time grade 7 grade 8 was when like it was more in my face more mm-hmm. pronounced in like within my peers not so much mm-hmm. pronounced as like we were talking about it all the time but it was more that hush hush old girl meets boy uh, boyfriend girlfriend and you know the kissing and the touching and all of that that was I think it was just vague right mm-hmm. Were you my introduction to, I was in Canada okay so okay. my introduction to it was very vague very um, choppy um, mm-hmm. I didn't nobody ever sat me down and ever talked about sex or what you should what you shouldn't do why um, and I think the curiosity when you are in that stage of life is so it's at its height right but mm-hmm. you also because you don't because I didn't know the nuances of it or the, like the nobody ever talked to me about it I also didn't know how to navigate it right so I would say I wasn't introduced to it at all aside mm-hmm. The people that were around me at school like peers that were around me at school um mm-hmm. talking about it in a vague way and all, obviously they also like i mean I, i'm not i'm not i'm not saying i know but like they obviously were also look seeing it from different sources right school mm-hmm. um what's it called videos on tv because like some of these uh, music videos are are sexual sexualized mm-hmm. um so those kind of like those were like my outlets into sex so i don't mm-hmm. think I, I i don't remember or recall anybody ever talking to me about it at all and you mean like anybody like your parents or like people in authority not at all people in yeah. authority ever like mm-hmm. it was just don't do it Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like and I don't think the question of like why even came to my mind it was just like no this is bad you shouldn't do it so it's like okay it. I don't know what it is but okay yeah but I don't know what it is but sure I uh, sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, was, that was yeah so I think it was very um, abstract um, in that sense how you about have, you um, <clears throat> oh, oh ask for me question first yeah, I was gonna say, did, did you have, like, did you grow up with like older siblings or cousins? Um, no. Talk, so that's why no. I didn't even mention about them because I didn't, I didn't grow up with any cousins or siblings that were older than me that mm-hmm. could even talk about some of these things. I think, um, yeah, no, no, I don't remember. 
that I ever had any conversations with anybody about sex. It was more, um, yeah, no, no. <laughs> You're like really thinking like, <laughs> oh, actually, there was absolutely nobody. Yeah. Nope, nobody. <laughs> so I think I think when I even in Ghana, like when I went to Ghana, <laughs> there wasn't any. Like just the, 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 there wasn't any talk about it, especially like with my, the, the family that I lived. With. I lived with my my dad's elder sister, so there were cousins who were mm-hmm. much older than I was. But it, the, again, the, the 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 rhetoric was, don't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I remember I remember I got into this com- very complicated relationship <laughs> with this um, one guy in our neighborhood, and it was just it was like a taboo, like. How can you be talking to a boy? Oh my boy. god! I think I even got spanked for it. Like it was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. It's like, but why? Like, why can't I even talk to anybody? But I think the, the the mindset was, oh, she's she's from Canada. She's in this neighborhood. This guy is gonna gonna do something to her. Or I don't. It was just a really weird um, scenario. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think at the back of their mind, it was sex. It was at mm-hmm. the back of their mind, but nobody ever sat down and actually said, "Hey, this is the reason why like we're taking these parameters." Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, thinking about it now in hindsight, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> it was so bad. Right, but, but, but why? Why? <laughs> because <laughs> that's so funny. I would have thought that maybe your cousins would have gone into b- b- bigger detail because I always find that it's cousins that just like to spill the tea on yeah. all these things, you know? Because because no. my cousins were no. crazy. <laughs> Some of my old <laughs> they'll be telling you things. They're just like, um, do you know that I'm five? <laughs> like I don't care. <laughs> uh, for me, how about you for, for me I got exposed to it at a really young age like so right <clears throat> excuse me by the way people I have a cold so if I sound very congested that's why um <laughs> so we lived in so we lived in Nigeria for quite some time and I remember at six years old like I'll never forget because it just it just leaves an imprint on you forever right so mm-hmm. I was going over to my neighbor's house and they found a cassette in their mm-hmm. dad's room oh I want to show you something it's so weird and so they put this cassette in and it was porn and okay I remember thinking what is he doing to her like yeah. what is she doing to him but like even now, like how old am I? I'm thirty. What am I? Thirty-three. Like how many odd years later, I still actually remember that image just burnt into my head. Um, and then I remember going home, and I just remember feeling icky. Like I just, what did I just see? And I couldn't really, I didn't have the words to express what I saw, but I felt uncomfortable. Right. right. Um, so that was the first time I was exposed to it, and then. <laughs> this story it always makes me laugh so I have older siblings I'm the youngest in my out of four and okay. my siblings are that much older than me so my brother is about eight well not that much but it's, it's a big gap enough so my brother is eight <sighs> years older than me, and then my immediate sister is about five years older than me okay. so they're all teenagers by the time I was like maybe like I don't know like eight <laughs> even younger than that so we would always watch movies <clears throat> that were for their age, but not for me. So 
this one time this in this movie the guy was telling his coach like his basketball coach that he's a virgin and like all my siblings were laughing like oh how could he be a virgin ha 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 and I was, uh, I was like what's a virgin what's a virgin and my brother yeah like what's a virgin like this must be really interesting like why are you guys laughing like he's a virgin and my brother was like oh a virgin is a company owner and I was like yeah. huh I want to be a virgin when I grow up and he's like no no you don't want to be a virgin when you grow up <laughs> and I remember like oh, what kind of messaging is this it's so confusing a company owner is a rich person and then Leslie my sister then told me like no a virgin is someone that hasn't had sex yet and I was like what's sex and then that was the end of the conversation um, but like because I had older siblings I was always hanging out with them and always hanging out with their friends so I like bit by bit I was just getting exposed to okay this is what kissing is okay this is what touching is oh okay this this sibling is hooking up with that sibling okay this is what I mean so I was exposed to it at a really young age um then I went to boarding school in Togo and I think that's what really kind of opened my eyes (laughs) in the sense that like it's really strange because I don't know now that I think about it like everybody asks me like oh you went to boarding school are you going to send your children to boarding school and I'm like eh from what I saw boarding school please uh-huh. uh, my children uh-huh. will stay in your house <laughs> like they're not going anywhere that's um it. yeah but that that's what that's that's what I but like like you I never heard any of that messaging from my parents definitely definitely not from my parents yeah um no uncles, no aunties, nothing. It was really my siblings and then their friends mm-hmm. and my cousins just like opening my eyes to these yeah. things. So right. like in terms of the messaging was good or bad, like I feel like it was just, uh, I, I guess because you know when you're a kid, it's almost like the bad things are the fun things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, so because these they were doing, you know, like people were hooking up in the bushes at night People were escaping houses to go and hook up. Like, I was like, man, this is so cool. Like, every, this, uh-huh. everybody doing these things because uh-huh. it's cool. You know, it's risky uh-huh. and all of that. I just thought about it like, you know, this, this is something cool to do. Yeah, yeah, Never yeah. had, like, a negative perception of sex or sexuality. Yeah. Up until maybe... <laughs> up until I became a Christian. <laughs> and then that's when... <laughs> it went downhill from there <laughs> yeah but we'll talk about that later like yeah, yeah. it really went, went downhill from there like I think that like when I became a Christian because the message was always around stay no, pure know. stay pure no uh-huh. no you know like even like uh-huh. you go through purity like we're, we're all human beings like God made us as sexual beings so we're sexual beings yes. exactly Right, so your body is bound to react in a certain way when you meet a certain person or anything. So the messaging came around like, ah, sex is bad, sex is bad, sex is bad. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Remain pure, remain holy, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So then the minute you start feeling, you know, any feel, any any kind of sexual feeling at all, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, God, I bind it, I bind the sexual yes. feelings, I bind my body, <laughs> I bind my hormones binding until no binding is done you know and yeah that just kind of messed things up for me a little bit 
to I was gonna say the same thing I was like we are sexual beings so you would think that it is necessary right for the conversations to be had ahead of time so that you kind of understand what your body is going through you kind of understand oh this is like this is what my body is reacting to at this stage of life like you know what I mean um, but I think I don't know where the conversation if it ever was ever had um, along the way but again we can talk about this forever and never really found it, find out the answer for for it but yeah. we are sexual beings and I think that the, the conversation should be had regardless you know yeah it's so. interesting I would have thought that like so sex ed for me I didn't do sex ed in Canada I did sex ed back home uh-huh it was a very like anatomy based sexual education like it wasn't any like, biology like, oh pure <laughs> biology this is penis and vagina if it's if That's you want it. a baby penis goes in vagina penis emits sperm and then so you're just kind of like oh that, that's okay. that. so you're not supposed to <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What, what, what's supposed to happen? Like, what's supposed to happen between the penis going into the vagina and what happened? How did the penis get into the vagina to begin with? Right? Any vagina? Like, oh, okay. Uh, you know. <laughs> so, thinking about it now, like, I remember my, my, my the teacher who used to do, I don't, the, the biology teacher who used to do, uh, the, like, you know, talk about reproductive systems and whatever. He would always, like, put in a caveat, like, oh, this is a very serious um, a chapter and I don't want anybody snickering and laughing about it. And I was like, thinking about it now, I was like, you didn't really say anything, sir. I don't even know why you put in that caveat. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. So, yeah, but I, I totally agree. Like, it was all identity yeah. based like yeah. this is your vagina and, and it was like drawn in every book is the same drawing in every book same drawing for the yeah. penis same drawing for the, the vagina and that's all you know right but they never you actually know, know how it comes together like you know what I mean yeah. like they're mm-hmm. all separate <laughs> so, so, so it's like so how that was my thing all the time it was like okay they're supposed to somehow come together but how did they come how together does it come? that's it then you're just like uh okay end of story you yeah. know but I feel like because <clears throat> I don't know it's it's interesting because I asked myself I'm like whose job is it to actually have that full-blown conversation about sex mm-hmm. and I think it should be parents like I really feel yes. like parents need to take that mantle um yeah. of teaching their kids like this is what sex is you know yeah. this is what it is not you know, yeah. so if you ever encounter a situation where <laughs> you feel wrong about it, like so for even the, the conversation about consent, like quickly when I have conversations around consent with Azarel all the time, and it uh-huh. doesn't even have, it's not even a question of, oh, Azarel, if a girl, <laughs> if you want to kiss a girl, you have to ask her. Like, no, it boils down to a simple, Azarel, before you hug someone, you ask them. Can I hug you? you and yeah. if the girl says no, or if the boy says no, you don't force yourself on them. You know, right. like th- th- I think that's like even like the basics of starting that conversation uh-huh. before you even get into okay, this is what sex actually really is. You know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. but it's I think because- so. I I totally agree. I totally agree uh-huh. because I feel like there has to be. Um, I feel yeah. I don't. 
they have to be parents that have to have that conversation um, mm-hmm. be, and then from that um, I, I think I struggle with what age mm-hmm. to start mm-hmm. talking about um, sex to your child like I mean you're starting on the right foot where you're talking about consent because it starts mm-hmm. there right it starts there I mean yeah. if you, it's not consensual sex <laughs> I mean it's rape but yeah. I think I struggle with what age to start mm-hmm. talking about sex to your <laughs> child. I'll tell you a funny story. I'll tell you a very funny story. Um, actually, two. Okay, yeah. So we have this book, and I keep talking about this book. And I, funny enough, I actually can't find it. But the book talks about it's it's a book created to teach children about what is right and wrong when it comes to to relationships between kids and adults so it the the book starts off by telling the child it's a christian book that starts off by telling the child your body is fearfully and wonderfully made by god it lists out the part your body parts and it says this is your penis this is your vagina these are breasts this is your bum all that kind of stuff and then it says everything but he's like the book goes god created your whole body but there are some parts of your body that are private and then right. the book says anything that your bathing suit covers is private. And then it goes on if an adult wants to, if an adult that is not mommy and daddy or your doctor wants to see any part of your body that is not that is covered by your bathing suit, you have to tell them stop because that right. is your private part. Um, and then it also goes on to talk about how there no there should be no secrets between adults and children if an adult comes to talk so it's a very um comprehensive way of teaching children about child molestation without Mm -hmm. actually spelling it out so we've read that story to azarel and amaya a couple of times so that they can get an understanding about what 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 should be protected and it's not exposing them to sex at a young age but it's exposing it's making them understand what is right and wrong especially when it comes Mm -hmm. to adult children relationships so in our house we don't say pp or wee wee or whatever we actually mm-hmm, say mm-hmm. And penis because we want them to be able to know that it's a vulva and it's a penis and there's no mm-hmm. shame in identifying your private parts as what they are actually called right you know right so one day as a well, so now i'm pregnant oh by the way it's now that i've <laughs> i'm just sharing this in the podcast for the first time whoa Yes, I'm pregnant. So, <laughs> as well, as well, was like, "Oh, mommy, how 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 did you how did so we call our baby Skittle?" So he's like, "How did how did Skittle get in your belly?" And oh, then no. I was like, "Um, well, so he knows that children are a gift from God because you know that's my favorite scripture. So I told him that children are yes. a gift from God. So he's like, "I know that children are a gift from God and they come from heaven, but how did?" How did how did Skittle get in your belly? So I was like, okay, Daddy and I shared a special hug, and that's how yeah. it came about. And he was like, oh, can I have a special hug? I'm like, nope. Because <laughs> 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 I was like, it's only with you and your wife. He's like, oh. I don't have a wife. When am I gonna get a wife? And we're like, oh, don't worry, as well, she'll come. And he was like, okay. And then he now asked me, he's like, Mommy, how's Skittle gonna come out of your body? Oh, Jesus. Skittle's gonna come out through my vagina. 
you should have seen his face like he was like if you could see my face he was so shocked he was like oh, how but oh, isn't, isn't it small but Skittles oh, I, oh my gosh I laughed so hard but I was like this is this is how it starts right because he's gonna ask me and I can't just be like, oh, God will bring him out. Or, like, you if know? that's because eventually he's going to go and read it somewhere. Yes. And then yes. he's going to be like, mommy, why, why did you lie? You know? Right. That's true. But I think I read somewhere that it's important to teach kids as, um, as they ask you, as opposed okay. to like feeding okay. them the information because mm. they don't, they won't get it. Like, if you overfeed them, they mm-hmm. won't get it. But when they're curious about something and they ask, it's because they're already thinking about, about it. About it, exactly. And they're coming to sort of mm-hmm. confirm what they're thinking. Right. And that was, like, that was an example as well. He was like, because he was probably thinking, like, how is this baby going to come out of mommy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has to come out somehow, or she has yeah. to come out somehow. Right? And so. He's thinking, and he's thinking, but he's what, six, seven? <clears throat> Sorry. Azarel is seven. He's going to be seven in April. Seven. So okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So I think, so I that think was... it's so important. I really, I think it's so important because I'm thinking back now that you know the lack of information or the lack of knowledge that mm-hmm. at least our generation had <laughs> when it comes to sex led to so many uncertainties when it came to, yeah. when it comes to even like inappropriate touching. Um, mm you know by like relatives or really weird people within the family or like friends that came to the house or whatever like you 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 get you're, there's so much confusion right that that mm-hmm. comes with oh okay that person touched me in a certain way i feel uncomfortable but i don't understand why i feel comfortable mm-hmm. right um that person uh, you know said something really weird it makes me feel uncomfortable but i don't understand why it feels, mm-hmm. i feel uncomfortable right there are a lot of lot of girls who have been sexually molested um, mm-hmm. by 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 relatives by friends by, of family members all of that and they feel like they again it comes to being comfortable to talk to to somebody about it they know they mm-hmm. can't go to their parents because their parents have never ever ever talked to them about anything to do with sex anything to do with with feeling uncomfortable in this certain way so you can't go mm-hmm. to your parents if you're feeling like oh man they're not even going to understand and then they're going to blame me and i think we've, we've covered this in, in one of the in one of our previous podcasts like you're, mm-hmm. you're going to be blamed for it but then then mm-hmm. you're stuck in this place of i don't understand this happened to me i'm scared uh i feel uncomfortable but i now i can't talk to anybody about it so i think it creates a lot of confusion um between oh i i, I understand somewhat what this thing may be but I don't clear I don't it's very foggy to mm-hmm. now you are old enough to have sex you're old enough you're married or whatever and then it translates into all these things mm-hmm. that you now have to kind of battle with because you don't because there was no understanding in between I kind of understand it to now I'm, I'm married and I want to have sex but mm-hmm. now it's like the, the, you, you are you are so confused Right, yeah. so I think yeah. it creates a lot of um, a lot of things that p- 
people just have to you you can have to deal with later on in life even mm-hmm. even the dealing with you're kind of you're still kind of confused about it right and you kind of figure and navigate it navigate it yourself yeah absolutely yeah. and and you know when, while you were talking a lot i was thinking about how like the enemy likes confusion like he operates mm-hmm. the best in confusion you know so when there's that lack of clarity like for example like you're so so and yeah we did kind of talk about it in a previous um episode but it's important to bring it up again because when there is number one your body is going through certain changes um you're being a t- taken advantage of by somebody that knows more than you mm-hmm. and then i read somewhere the other day <clears throat> not the other day it was a couple maybe a couple months back where um people that are molested they actually there's a certain level of guilt that they experience because they it actually feels good mm-hmm. when they're being you know touched inappropriately but then they know that it's inappropriate so they kind of mm-hmm. like um they they internalize the fact that it's their fault that yeah. this thing happened you know and i think mm-hmm. that's so interesting because it's like yeah it would feel good because your body physically mm-hmm. is reacting it's responding. to responding yeah it's responding to touch like your body yeah. may not necessarily know whether this touch is good or bad but it's responding to it so your mm-hmm. body feels good but your mind knows that this is wrong because this is per- this person you're not supposed to be doing this for this person right you know so it's right. like it's, it's like this concrete like this this what's the word called is a psychological word called? I can't remember what it's called but it's like a disassociation between your body and your mind where your mind is saying this mm-hmm. is wrong <laughs> you know right. like that Arkham song my mind <laughs> oh my gosh Oh gosh! I mean, no pun intended with R. Kelly. <laughs> I, I was going to say, God forgive me for even quoting him. Oh, but, my gosh! Ah, uh, that's a oh. whole other day. Ha. Yes, that's but literally, that song that he sang—that song was his cry for help. <laughs> for yeah, you know, for him being molested, <laughs> literally. So when you like, when you see that, it's like, and then there's no conversation around what your body is going through mm-hmm. parents or any kind of safety around just having that conversation like what are you supposed to do with yourself you know yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's so unfortunate like it but that's why like, I think those conversations need to start at home um, yeah. because you I don't know I don't well Ellie Grace is really still too young for you to dif- mm-hmm. differentiate when she's acting crazy at home versus mm-hmm. in school but like mm-hmm. with my kids like when they're outside like they're the like people always like oh your children are so well behaved they're so mm-hmm. polite so this and then when they come home it's like ah <laughs> you guys are two different people like why are they saying you know and it's because I remember somebody telling me because when they're home they're safe to be whatever they are you know that's without right. worrying about who says what or whatever so that's why they just act <laughs> they act crazy sometimes when they come home it's because they're safe and there should be that element of safety at home where right. your child can come and talk to you about the changes that they're experiencing in their body yeah you know yeah. because and I, think, like, i think it's empowering too right it gives yes. them the power it's very empowering to say to be like i can go to like my mom or my parents told me ah, no this is this is wrong so that mm-hmm. they can have a voice right mm-hmm. it's about having a voice because if you, if you feel like you are defeated or oh this person that is doing this thing to you is is right or 
or you don't you don't have any empowerment to be like no 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 you can't do that you can't touch me like that or you can't you can't say those things to me because you know it feels very empowering to have that conversation um give yeah. them the tools that they need to face the world because it's it's yeah. it's crazy out there oh man this world there's some really bad people in this world like remember yeah. that conversation we're having in that mommy group about that movie what's it called it's a cutie or something like the Netflix yes. movie mm-hmm. so I watched like this one clip I didn't want to meet I was like you I was like nah man I can't watch this stuff like I'm gonna yeah, turn yeah. it's gonna be so terrible but I watched this one clip about where the girls were twerking and one of the girls was like spanking her bum or something and I was like this is pure child pornography like this is feeding yeah. into all these men out there that are looking for a child pornography like how could they possibly put this out on Netflix and it'd be okay you know but yeah, this world is crazy and if you don't equip children or whoever even teenagers because teenagers uh-huh. hormones come up and it's a whole uh-huh. other ball game uh-huh. Uh-huh. and just like ah <sighs> oh, yep. my goodness wow well, <laughs> Teenager, I'm just, I'm just buzzing because I'm thinking when I was a teenager, oh my goodness, like it's crazy I, and plus, like, <laughs> yeah, crazy and plus, and you're just like moody one day, happy the other day. Your body is like, oh my goodness. I remember, and the funny thing is, I remember this one incident when I was a teenager. I had a lot of guy friends. I didn't have that many girlfriends. Uh-huh. The guys would come home. And we'd be watching TV. And this one guy, like, I've known him since I was, like, two. So he's, like, my brother. Like, I didn't really see anything to him, you know? So I was tired. So me, I just laid down on his lap, but not thinking anything. My I mom... Come this. <laughs> Did I tell you? Was there yes. uniform? Oh, my dad. Hey, the way they yelled at me. <laughs> oh, how are you touching this boy? <laughs> Yelling. And I'm like... Uh, nobody explained to you what was the problem nobody is saying what's the issue I'm just like I was tired like I just wanted to lie down I'm like okay so what (laughs) you know what I mean like but yeah just even things like that like just the lack the lack of 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 and I don't know why though like that's the thing like I asked myself like why why are they so you know so closed off to just even having a conversation around sex i guess it's because it's uncomfortable you know yeah, it is uncomfortable yeah. it really is yeah and it comes down to oh is she is she still too young for me to tell tell her and then it keeps pushing it keeps being pushed to the side to the yeah. point where oh you're always too young to yeah. to to hear it but then no like you, you our, our parents' generation, or like me, I know, like, um, like yeah, a lot of people in my parents' generation who got married when they were like sixteen, mm. you know, sixteen and had kids by like seventeen or eighteen. So I mean, if I'm eighteen, if I'm sixteen or seventeen, and I'm not even married, then you know, like, if people around, if people in your generation got married at that time, then I am okay to hear whatever it is that they did <laughs> like you know at that yeah, time yeah. at that time they, exactly. did it. they did it to get kids so obviously if mm-hmm. i'm not married yet if i'm not going through i'm obviously going 
capable of having kids, capable of of reproducing. Yeah. So tell me what it is. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, mm-hmm. oh, you're too young. You no, that but the person your mate in, in when that got married at 16 wasn't too young to get married yeah. to get married and, and get pregnant. But me, because I'm not married or 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 in a relationship or anything like that, I'm too young. Like that doesn't make sense. That's mm-hmm. so counterintuitive. Like doesn't make sense at all. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't. Like, and you know what's so funny is that like when you get married, it's like you should just kind of know. <laughs> ah, I think like that's a just whole know. other podcast. Yeah, I think episode. we're gonna keep that for another episode. Yeah, like I was looking at the time and I'm like, you know what? We're gonna keep this up ah. with pre, pre yeah. what? Yeah, we're gonna keep it here because yeah. When you talk Man. about post marriage, it's like a whole other ball game, and you're just like, Jeez. Uh, so I'm supposed to just switch my mm. mind Jeez. from knowing to all of a sudden just just knowing, <laughs> knowing. Oh so, god! I think maybe we can tackle one more and and talk about. Do you think that people can be sexually pure? <laughs> I'm gonna use that. Um, in this day and age, like you know, if you're not married yet, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm gonna be very honest and say mm-hmm. no. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really don't, and and the reason why I say that is because okay, so what's the definition of sexual purity? Number mm-hmm. one. And if and then if we're using the definition of sexual purity as in no have not having any sexual thoughts, um, <clears throat> yeah, thoughts even just starting with sexual thoughts, then definitely not. Um, right. Sexual activity, maybe, okay. you know, um, like I I want to believe that it's possible because obviously Jesus did it, so it's possible. Yeah. But saying in this day and age, I I find it really hard just because of the kind of like the messaging that mm-hmm. is in our faces twenty four seven about yeah. sex, and then also like <laughs> you know when Jesus said if you so much as look as look at a woman lustfully you've already committed adultery. Uh, with like, if you already looked at, and then I think about I'm thinking specifically about guys right because guys they they're very visual beings. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're walking, <laughs> you, like even Rito. You're just walking in Rito. I remember, like, you remember the Calvin Klein store in Rito? <laughs> uh-huh. Store, man. I like, are they really seriously putting this picture up? You're walking past it and you just see a guy with the tightest boxers, tightest. With his penis right in front of your face. And it's huge. Just, like, the picture is huge. Thank you. Thank you. And so that's for women. So me, I'd walk past that thing and I'd be like, wow. <laughs> like, I didn't even, like, please, this was before I was married, okay? Hello. Uh, but but I'd walk past it and I'd be like, hey. And then the model that they put, like his body is so sculpted. Uh-huh. And so I would look at it, wow, this man is he's like an Adonis wow you know yeah. but like some people they look at that like I would look at him like wow this is a beautiful creature from God look at mm, look at his body look at his abs mm-hmm. look at his butt and I keep him moving 
But yeah. some guys, they would see a picture of a Levia Rose model mm-hmm. and they would just be able to see that she's a model and that's it. It's like, right. wow, she's in a bra. I wonder what's underneath that bra. No. Wow. I wonder what's underneath that underwear. Like, and so the storyline continues in their mind. And after that, you're just going down a rabbit hole and you pretty much already had sex with this model in your head. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for me, and, and <clears throat> it's hard for me to see how I could class, like, I guess it would be classified as sin because you are lusting after <laughs> a model, mm-hmm. you're lusting after someone, but I almost look at that like that's a natural response. That, that's body's natural response to something, to a stimulus, mm-hmm. you know? So that's why I'm like, you have to kind of define what sexual purity is versus what just reality is. Because, and that's what I was saying, like in the beginning, like, you know, you get, you get into church and then anything sexual is just like a sin. But then like when guys are going through puberty and they have wet dreams, it's like, you can't, how can you control what, what, what happens in your dreams? Like, mm-hmm. that. but then, you know, wake up and like, oh, you, you, you've, you've come in your sleep and then you now have to start praying and asking God for forgiveness. But mm. what did you actively do? Yeah that made you sin you know what i mean so i don't know i think the messaging around that is is tricky for me yeah Um, and i always bring it back to like okay i have a son what kind of messaging am i going to talk to him about sexual purity or verse just like you know because at the end of the day for me i think sexual purity is really just just being honest to god with with (laughs) with your emotions with your feelings and asking god for grace to overcome it and then if you do happen to f- i.e. you've had sex with a model in your head <laughs> you ask God for forgiveness and you keep it moving you know as opposed to oh well this is going to happen forever so I might as well just keep doing it and not even ask God for forgiveness like that for me I'm like that one you just you just you've lost the battle period you just indulge it yeah see I'm going to put I'm going to put a pin in in your I'm not, maybe my answer to it would be less spiritual <laughs> so mm-hmm. I think I think my my thinking around it in this day and age right now is the messaging that we're getting you know through social media through 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 um, movies and mm-hmm. um, all the things that we're watching all the things that we're internalizing all the things that is um, is being produced now is the messaging around it is do you boo like you know do do what makes you feel happy do what, what makes, makes you feel good, good. Mm-hmm. um you know some of these movies like it some of these things that we are seeing kind of completely excludes the option of yeah. of of um sexual inactivity like or don't yeah. have sex before marriage yeah. It completely yeah. excludes it. Mm-hmm. Exactly, self-control. It completely excludes it. Like, there's a lot of gluttony when it comes to sex in, mm-hmm. within the media right now, right? Mm-hmm. So it's more so um, like, oh, you if you're single, oh, there's you, the, the message. I remember watching um, this this TV show the other day that we, we were watching, and I was like, why am I even watching this thing? It's called The Boys. On uh, on Prime, Amazon, <laughs> on Amazon. Oh my! Well, uh, the, the superheroes. Yeah. So Tony was watching it, and I just bumped into it, and I watched it. And 
there was this this girl. She was a Christ. She was a Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the speech, like it's just subtle things that they, they people are throwing into the media now, like subtly, yeah. like undertones of, oh, like you you think you're you're waiting till marriage? Oh, that's stupid, kind of thing. So yeah. she was giving the speech of, um, oh, it's not immoral. Having premarital sex is not immoral. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's this guy. Apparently, she got molested. She got. Um, she she was raped by this one one of the superheroes. She's a superhero wow. herself, but because she wanted to be part of the superhero clan, this mm-hmm. uh, like it, this was like an in- initiation by one one of the guys. Was so that she get raped? She, said, she got raped because she thought that would that would make make it stick for her. Like she would think oh. she didn't want to get kicked out of of the of the superhero thing group. Um, yeah, group right. So. This guy manipulated her and raped her. Oh man! So, yeah, raped her. So she she goes to some of the this com- this Christian conference that she's apparently been to um, all her life when she was younger. She was a Christian. Her mom took her all to to the this conference, and she she goes and the messaging that she's giving to the younger ones who are coming now is that <laughs> no. Premarital sex is not, um, it's not immoral. It's mm. this guy wagging his penis in my face. That's immoral. Like you know mm. what I mean? The two okay. are not exclusive. The, 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 the two are the two are are mutually exclusive. But she's yeah. making one almost at as, as um, how to how how do I want to say it? She's one making worse. one one worse than the other. Right? Okay. Yes, it's it's bad that she got. She got raped, of course. Like that—that's immoral. But at the same time, is premarital sex a good thing? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? So the yeah. messaging that we're getting through the media, right, completely excludes that messaging option. of uh, that option. Mm-hmm. As okay, you, you shouldn't have pre. You should have self-control. Shouldn't have premarital sex. It's not. It, it it completely omits that that uh, that uh, that option. So I think mm. if people if if people that are coming up now, teenagers that are coming up now, this these messages, this message is is, is in our in their ears constantly, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they're watching these TV shows and all of these things are are out there. So it's like, oh no, then you have, you kind of rethink what your parents are now telling you. Um, mm-hmm. About premarital sex. Oh, but why? Even if they explain it to you, just like no, but that's archaic. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. that's old people thing. Oh no, you're too old, kind of thing. So mm-hmm. really, you just—it's God. <laughs> really, it all comes down to God. And I was thinking today in my my mind, I was just like, man, to raise a child um, in this day and age, I'm sure it was hard before, but now it's even more harder. Uh, it's the cruel awakening of oh my gosh like you'd really need God mm. to raise your kids you really so need you, you said sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you said oh I'm not going to oh, go God. spiritual and lo and behold <laughs> <laughs> lo and behold here I am oh my gosh you need God you really do you really do because yeah. it's so 
it's so hard really because the messaging yeah. you can be giving giving and that's why you pray that god that god reveals himself to your children at a very young age so mm-hmm. that they they see your kid the kid your kids see him as their god mm-hmm. as opposed to my parents god mm-hmm. that they're trying to force on me yeah. so i mean this just to say it's really important because the messaging out there is not for um is is against pre- for like the folk. <laughs> it's not for the christian folk it really is not mm-hmm. so you really have to it's like that extra layer of difficulty has been added to it um yes. so in this day and age to answer the question that we we pose like it's i think it's really hard and i agree with you it's really hard it takes the grace of god it takes you know self control um and again that even even that messaging of self control people many are like what do you mean you want to mm-hmm. you want to like what do you mean self control like if you want to do it just go ahead and do it like you know that mm-hmm. messaging is out there now so it's so much and, harder to even say self control yeah and you know what i think we're lacking in the church cuz you're absolutely absolutely right like there it's like we live in a world where especially in I guess I'm going to say western society where we're taught to just consume you know because mm-hmm. we're ca- we're capitalists right so work right. hard get your money and just consume all that you want so you can feel good right because it's all about I want to feel good I want to do what yeah. makes me happy da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. and self control is the complete opposite of that message right That's because self control is actually it, it's I, I don't want to say self denial but it really is like you are denying yourself of a pleasure and That's i it. think where we're like what we're lacking in in the church or as christians is explaining the why you know yes because it it really boils down to why why should i because when you said um premarital sex is immoral the first thing i thought about was why like tell uh-huh. me why having sex before marriage is bad uh-huh. you know and and i've never <clears throat> i had to do my own research like at one point because i think i've shared on the podcast that i was a virgin before i got married because i w- i didn't see sex as bad like i just felt like this is something that two people that love each other do and so mm-hmm. i love such, such person i will express my love this way you know mm-hmm. and after i got saved i still struggled with it but then i was like you know what i have to find out why is the church pushing this no sex before marriage thing like why you know is it because and then and even the even the messaging around save yourself for your husband that's also wrong right right the bible is not saying that you should save yourself for your husband the bible is saying be holy as i am holy so god is asking you to be holy like him so you're actually saving yourself for god not for mm-hmm. your partner you know mm-hmm. so it's it's and, and once you start going deeper into understanding okay if Christ died on the cross for me what is he requiring what what does he require of me and mm-hmm. why it's so much mm-hmm. e- i personally believe it's so much easier to then be like you know what the self control thing is not about the next person it's not mm-hmm. about denying myself it's, it it all boils down to god when that messaging god. sinks in mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. easier but because uh-huh. we don't go deeper into say, telling people save yourself for marriage uh-huh. we telling people save yourself for your partner save yourself right. for your wife so everybody's doing it's like <sighs> and, and, and you know what else I'm, people are doing it's like 
okay if they say save yourself it's only sex so pretty much i can kiss i can have oral yeah. sex i can do I anal can do, sex i can do you just don't put the penis don't put the peen in the vulva <laughs> exactly and it's like but fam you just had anal sex which is still sex you just had oral sex which is still, like so that's not even like that's not even part of the situation right that's so like conversation at all it, yeah not part of the conversation and that's why there's all this gray area where it's like oh you know but we we were kissing and touching and it's like yeah, yeah. i get that but yeah why you know and it's like well, yeah. because it's, but no that's so that's i think that's what that's the missing part of the puzzle when it comes to mm-hmm. um, our people like our 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 people i.e <laughs> christian people yeah and, and that's why i was saying that like that's why i said personally like part of the reason why i said that I, personally i don't think so is because of that missing message where mm. it's like if you know why you'll understand that at the end of the day you'll still fall because the bible says that we'll fall seven times but we'll still get up so it means that we're bound yeah. to fall we're mm-hmm. bound to sin but because Christ has redeemed us and he is our righteousness, we can always come back and be like, you know what, God forgive me and keep it moving. And I think that's where the sexual purity lies. It's not in abstaining in the sense oh, that yeah. I'm yeah. not going to do there, anything. You're burning inside. You say, I'm exactly. abstaining. But you don't know anything. Reason why. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's where we really, we perish just because it's like, you have to know why God says what He says. Yeah. You know, like and understanding we, of that, it'd be easier for you to move forward as opposed to I'm doing it just because because I said because my parents said so <laughs> or because somebody so said. said so. My pastor said. <laughs> yeah, I remember one time one pastor said, "You know, you don't, you know." Um, she, she was trying to explain to people why they should have sex before marriage. She's like, don't be like a library where people go and borrow books and then they return them. <laughs> and then I was like, wow, but those books are free now. This is not a good thing. Like, <laughs> what's the problem with that? Like, I'm not spending money. Like, messaging at all. Like, it just went over my head. Like, I get it. She said, though, she was trying to tell people mm-hmm. not to be used. But at the same time, I'm like, it's it's still like the messaging is still off because what it, uh-huh. you're talking to people that have had sex multiple times with multiple people uh-huh. Uh-huh. that's not what you're going to be telling them about why they should remain pure you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i think i think the messaging yeah. is just it's it's not full right mm-hmm. i think the messaging there's a piece there's pieces that are thrown at, at us constantly and mm-hmm. you just expect it to kind of understand the full picture yeah yeah. But but the messaging is just not full, and and it's nobody's fault because it's mm-hmm. it's not like you're getting a little bit from church, you're getting a little bit from your parents, you get a little bit from outside sources, you get a little bit from your friends. So, like, who, and again, you you asked whose responsibility really is to, to give you the full picture, you know? Yeah. And yeah. And that that's kind of just like a question being tossed out there because it's like who's who who is who's whose responsibility is it like you know do you get it from multiple sources do you get it from one source and is it is it sufficient to get it from one source is it sufficient to get it from multiple like you know so i think it's just the full picture is not readily available um to us and it's kind of just have to kind of know 
Um, yeah. Especially when you get married, you're like, oh, now you're married. Now you have the license to just do. And you're like, huh? But, but what do I do, though? <laughs> what do I do? And we're going to talk about that in the next episode. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Because yes. there's a lot yes. to explore there. <laughs> Oh my goodness! There's so much, there's so, there's so much, much to explore mm-hmm. there. Like you are on, you're now from I don't know to you must know. Why do you? What do you mean? You're not. You guys are not having sex. Um, yeah. You my, must a do it every had night. To go every night. A friend <laughs> of mine had to like the, the the couple had to go to um, counseling mm-hmm. even after marriage, mm-hmm. just based on sex because it was I not happening like that. Yeah, it wasn't it's, happening. Yeah. It's, like, it's not. Happening. I'm a virgin. <laughs> like, what are you trying to do? <laughs> yeah, and and the thing is, even then, it's like because you've seen what it looks like on TV, that it's just supposed huh? to be so simple. Oh, but yeah. it's not that simple. Oh, but it's yeah. actually. Huh. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We'll definitely talk about that in the next episode. But before we go, there's one thing that I just came to mind. You're like, whose responsibility is it to teach? Yeah. Um, about these things and the one scripture that comes to mind is where the bible says train up your child in the way they should go so that when they mm-hmm. were old they should depart from it mm-hmm. and for me like that's that for me is like a call to parents like it's a responsibility on parents right right right, right. like you, schools can't teach their ch- your children your children mm-hmm. everything you know but like mm-hmm. as a parent like you also you too, you can't teach your child everything but right you should at least have the responsibility to correct things that they've been taught, especially when it comes to these things. Like, obviously, if your engineer student comes and tells you, oh, daddy, you know, you're like, fam, I'm not an engineer. I can't help you here. Mm-hmm. But in the very basic things, I really do feel like it's a responsibility for parents to do that because that's the that's the, that's the, the charge that God has given us to take care of, of our, our kids, you know? So, yeah. Um, and it's about seeking to... wisdom from God to um, to do so, because I feel like exactly. there's this fine line between, oh, I want I want them to know everything. I want them to know. Mm-hmm. I want them to 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 think that I'm open enough to like know every to tell them everything. And what mm-hmm. like there's there's parents who <laughs> give their children condoms just to be oh, pre- that you know to prepare yeah. themselves for if if it just happens. And then there's people there's parents who just don't talk about it at all. So it's just yeah. finding that balance in between, you know, Legit. according to the wisdom of God, to talk yeah. to your children, you know, finding that fine balance. Yeah. Everything's about balance. We say it all the time here. It's these like mantra. <laughs> Bal- Yo, it's true though, right? Like you- it's true. It is true. It's so true. It's ugh. and it's hard to find, but it, once you get it, like I think yeah. your life is great. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. This is so interesting. I laugh so hard. Yeah. <laughs> Forgive me for my coughing and oh, all. No worries. No so worries. So, you will be the 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 real ten. The real ten. <laughs> when you get into it, and then you okay. are wondering what to do. <laughs> do and what not to do. What not to do exactly? To so, to talk to. You. About yep. the tip. And who did t- exactly about, about the tip? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening um, to us talk about this topic. I think it's very important. 
um, and if you guys have any feedback, let us know. We're going to be putting up questions for sure, like especially on that purity, sexual purity yeah. one that we um, talked about, just so we can get your your thoughts about yeah. it as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be fun. Yeah. All right. Until next time, folks. <laughs> bye bye.